Good afternoon and welcome back to Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, and today I'm going to get into the quickfire review of Black Panther. Now, keep in mind, I'm going to make sure that there's no spoilers, so I'm not going to ruin anything. So, I won't get into any details of it till probably like maybe Monday or Tuesday. So, if anything, like I said, this is going to be a spoiler free review and so let's get down to the point let's get down to the what we all came to hear so i love the movie the movie was dope the movie was dope as hell one out of ten i give it a solid nine solid nine maybe a 9.5 of course no movie is perfect there was some things that was noticeable and everything else but even with that the i mean even with the story the story holds its own. The story, I'd give it damn near a 10 just off of the story itself. With, um, with how everything that's going on with the story, there was a little slow. It lagged in the middle of the movie. I know there was something in the beginning action scene where the, when Black Panther met up with Lupita in the in the beginning when he was coming back from America when he went on that mission his first mission back to Wakanda it was kind of dark when he saw some of the action it was pretty dark and it wasn't that bad I mean it was kind of hard to see where the action was going and everything else but um well you're fighting in the jungle so I mean I could see how hard that could be so I mean that's not even really like any of the the um any of the the bad not even i wouldn't even consider it bad uh i think it just like even with those little minor details and everything were the details of the problem it was just minor so just minor details with that in the beginning the middle of the movie kind of lagged a little but they were explaining a lot of stuff that was going on so it was necessary for that lag in the middle and then the the final battle and everything else it was a lot of cgi but other than that it was still a good movie i mean story premise the protagonist, the antagonist, the supporting cast. Love the supporting cast. Everybody played their part. Everybody played the role. I mean, even uh, Ross. I mean, even though to me, I mean, was Ross necessarily wasn't was was it necessary to have Ross there in general? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I'm in the fence on that. But hey, whatever. It's still. It still held its own, you know. I mean, it was still dope. I mean, I'm going to get into a next segment about, like, just the characters and the people playing the characters. But, oh, and the Dory Monat, the, the, the Dory ah, I keep forgetting the, the female, the bodyguards to... Black Panther, oh my god, damn, they made them, they made every female in that movie strong, I love it, I love Lupita's character, I, love, I mean, everybody's character, they were dope as hell, they, the females in that movie made the Amazons look like the Girl Scouts, okay, 
they made the Amazons and Wonder Woman and everything look like the goddamn Girl Scouts. I swear that the girl, the ladies, the women in the in Black Panther were awesome as hell. Michael B. Jordan, damn, he plays a dope. I haven't cared about a villain like this since Heath Ledger. And that's saying a, uh, Heath Ledger and Dark Knight. I mean, Jesus. He, and that's another thing I'm going to talk about too when um, or I get probably in Monday or Tuesday. But just the, I'm going to get into, but in the next segment, I'm going to get into the, uh, how I felt about like the characters and everything else. Like, the ki- like yeah, it's hard to squeeze all that in five minutes, but. Till the next segment, we'll get into Black Panther. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I'm your host, Melodious, and we're going to talk about... We're still talking about Black Panther. We've already got done with the quickfire review, but now I'm going to get into the characters. And we're going to talk about the actors playing the characters. Now... We're going to talk about Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. King T'Challa, a.k.a. the Black Panther. Man, like, honestly, I got to give it a big ups to Marvel on that because deep down, they know how to, like, select and pick people to play the right characters. Like, honestly, I couldn't see anybody else. I mean, so far, every black actor who's been in Marvel Universe thus far from just about everybody who I thought could have had the possibility to play play Black Panther, from Idris Elba to Don Cheadle to um, a couple other folks, the brother from Doctor Strange, and then also, uh, what's his name? Um, Ah, I keep screwing up his name, but... He'd mar- he was married to Kamora uh, Lee Simmons, and he was Black Panther in the uh, little still film, the still animation that they had on BET a couple years back. And he was on Guardians of the Galaxy in the first one. And I'm like, damn, so like, who are they going to have play Black Panther? Chadwick Boseman. And I love all the movies he's been in thus far. Marshall, 42, um, uh, get on up. I mean, he even uh, message to the message from the king on Netflix was dope. So I mean, he's he's getting it in. He's getting in his stuff, and I mean, he's obviously picking the right roles to be doing and everything. So big ups to him. I mean, I couldn't see anybody else playing T'Challa. I mean, and he's got the voice down, he's got the prim, he's got that no, he's got that sense of nobility in that look, like, he, he, like, he is royalty, like, that regal, like, he, even though he's, he's above everybody else in royalty, but he's still, he feels like he's, I mean, he's still, it's still his people, he still feels human, that's why I love the fact that T'Challa wasn't just some stubborn brat kid who had, like, he he was privileged by right because he's a prince, but he he was more humble. I mean, you look at every character 
that's in the MCU, they either have some flaw and everything else. But don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, T'Challa definitely has flaws. But to where he notices even that, like the troubled part he has is just uh, the moment he gets back, now he's the king of Wakanda. So, I mean, I could see that being hard for him. You got to get into the politics. You got to get into everything. Not only just being the Black Panther. I mean, and people know this. It's not like you can hide the shit. So, I mean, big ups for, like, really Marvel pull, pulling it in. I mean, that's, I mean, it's just great. I mean, this is something that, yes, it is, it is definitely something that was needed because it's like for every hero that's in the mcu right now who's a black superhero i mean you know falcon war machine uh nick fury i mean they're all military and everything else i mean and that's fine but you know they were they're always behind captain america or iron man you know they were always the supporting cast they never were the the main dude now we have the main dude and that's necessary i mean he's he's on the class of iron man he's on the class of captain america and he's above that to a degree because he's really humbled about it you watch civil war and you he stole the show how are you in somebody else's damn movie and you steal the show over three other freaking people who also were in the movie that stole the show I mean, that's crazy. Chadwick Boseman is a dope-ass actor, and he plays a dope-ass character. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got else coming in the future. Welcome back to Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I did say this evening in the last one, but it's actually in the afternoon. I'm sorry, y'all. Still trying to get rest up and everything else so uh but i wanted to kick these uh these gems out for you today so um actually i'm going to talk about more black panther but this time i'm talk about the antagonist of the movie eric killmonger also the the <laughs> the actor michael b jordan and damn wow like I said in the quickfire review, I've never had, I've never looked at a villain next to like, other than Joker and Loki, and even Hela from Thor Ragnarok, and, and Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming, and Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2, but that was a Sony movie, but we're talking about, we talking, well, so was DC, but anyway, uh, regardless of that. I haven't had to care about another antagonist, like, really cared about their motives and what they were, what, the method behind the madness of what they were doing. And seeing the story, and like I said, I am trying my very best not to add spoilers to any of this, but damn, Eric Killmonger, Jesus. Michael B. Jordan, I mean, hey, Ryan Coogler, dude, you and him... You, Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Coogler, like, I'm feeling like I'm talking to him personally. <laughs> uh, Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan are like just the dynamic duo when it comes down to 
making like being in movies together and everything and I mean Fruitville Station Jesus Christ that made me cry I ain't even gonna front dude I mean that's hard to swallow I've watched that movie I, I could barely make it through and that was tough and then coming watching Creed everybody was like at first was like nah I don't know how you gonna pull that off son like damn you gonna do a movie about Apollo Creed, but damn, it worked, and I'm glad that they're doing a part two, and even though Ryan Coogler isn't gonna be doing, um, directing the second, I mean, doing the second one, but I know he put the, the guy who, who's doing the second one on, so, I mean, obviously he's got that role, I mean, obviously he trusts him to handle it, so, and then he's got, and then he put Eric Killmonger, he, I mean, then he got Michael B. Jordan, or should I say, Michael B. Uh, Michael Killmonger B. Uh, B. Jordan, or Michael Killmonger Jordan. <laughs> you know, he's just dope, man. Just his the reason why he had to do what he do, um, do what he did, is just like like I said, I can't get into too much. But if you guys go see it and you see why he's doing everything and you'll understand like there's a lot of stuff that can come from like how, you know, life imitates art, they say, or is it vice versa? Either way, but it's just that the stuff you see, I mean, and his reasoning for how he's doing everything is just like how... It hard it is being a black man living in America and like all the stuff that you have to go through just to survive it's it's and you have to prone and hone yourself and never forget to where you came from and you find out where you come from is how you deal with it and everything like are you a product of your environment and how do you perceive things and Michael B. Jordan, like, brings that out. And it's very rare to see a dope person, I mean, a dope actor playing a hero who usually plays the hero, but now playing the villain. But he has those heroic qualities playing the villain. Like, the reason why he's doing it is just, damn, I mean, how can you, how can you not like, I mean... How can you, if you watch the movie, how can you not like Eric Killmonger? And it's sad because it's like, I cared about his story more than I cared about T'Challa's story. And that's saying a lot. A whole lot. 